Today on the News and Why It Matters, we're going to play a game of charades. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? This is me. I'm LeBron James, and I'm digging <laughs> my hole deeper and deeper. We got a lot coming up. It starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today, joined by, I don't think these three have ever been together on uh, the same episode, Jason Buttrell, chief, chief researcher for the Glenn Beck program. We've got YouTube host, YouTube sensation, Eric July, <laughs> back in the building, wearing a shirt that I really want. I don't think you can see it. It says, redistribution is not fairness, it's theft. <laughs> Thank you very much. Taxation is theft. Uh, and we've got Blaze TV media critic Rob Eno in the house. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Uh, all right, got a lot to get into, and it won't be a whole game of charades, I promise. I was done with the charades. Uh, but first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. So maybe you are looking for a house. You're going to buy your first home. Maybe you're trying to get a refi because now's the time to get a refi. The interest rates are low. You want to do that now. Whatever the case may be, uh, American Financing is your go-to. American Financing does business differently. They're not like all of the rest of the financial institutions who are just looking for, you know, which deal is going to get me the best kickback. Uh, that's the one I'm going to recommend. That's not American Financing. American Financing is they're salary-based. They have salary-based professionals, not commission-based. They really are truly there to help get you into the best, uh, the best fit, the best solution for your family and for your needs. You can call them. Uh, it, it is 800-906-2440, or you can visit AmericanFinancing.net. Again, now's the time, you guys. Now is the time. If you want to do a refi, um, even myself and my, my husband, we're like, do we buy a new house or do we just do a refi? I don't know, but one of those things needs to happen right now. AmericanFinancing.net. You can go there, get yourself taken care of. All right, a lot to get into today. Uh, let's start with LeBron James, who finally commented, you know, Mr. I can't shut up about everything social justice when it comes to what's going on in America, was painfully silent for, what, a week after Houston Rockets GM uh, Daryl Morey came out and said the controversial statement, I stand with Hong Kong. I know, it was super controversial. No one wanted to touch it. It started this, uh, you know, catapult domino effect with uh, the NBA and China. And LeBron stepping up, really just taking this brave, bold stance, said this about Morey's remarks. We, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech. But at times, there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only, you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe, uh, I don't want to get into a, a, word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl. Uh, with Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand. And, um, and he spoke. And uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed. Uh, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, so just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that, too. Mm. We all have freedom so of speech, except for people in communist China. Mm -hmm. They're about to take that away from the people in Well, we all have freedom of speech. <laughs> Not them. That's fine. They can continue making his shoes for him, uh, you know, in their little uh, slave, labor, slave labor facilities. Eric, I saw you shaking your head. Yeah, look, now, I want to start by saying that I did not 
agree with a lot of people that were maybe on the more conservative side when LeBron James initially started to become more socially active, if you will. They told him to shut up and dribble. Yes. I don't agree with that. I don't think anybody, just because of whatever profession yeah. they're, they're part of, should have to be limited to just speaking about that. We're I deal all American that, citizens. I deal with that, yes. Yeah. I deal with that myself where people say, hey, stick to this, stick to comic books, stick to whoever, and, I, and I've always disagreed with it. With that being said, it does not change the fact that LeBron James is a raging hypocrite when it comes to this whole scenario. I just thought it was, it was painfully um, odd for him to come out and say that someone else was more so thinking about themselves mm -hmm. when they were actually doing the complete opposite but it does go to show how deep let's say money uh, in terms of like the chinese involvement chinese um the market it is how many billions of people are out there it's like three times the population um out here so there's a lot of money involved when, when you consider absolutely with daryl mori uh houston rockets yao ming um all of that so we we know there's a lot of money tied up in the nba uh, a lot of chinese money if you will not even just including Nike, basketball, and and, and um and that's everything. Not, that's there. driving LeBron. That, yes. he said that he wants to be the first billionaire right. uh, athlete. Exactly, and I it, <laughs> he'd be more honest, or I'd at least respect him a little more if he just flat out said that. Yeah. But he's trying to sort of couple it with other things, which is why the first thing he mentions, he was like, I don't know if we showed it in that clip. He's like, well, there's these ramifications when it comes to like finan uh, financial yeah. um, backlash and, and what have you. That's the first thing he mentioned, and he goes on and says like spiritually and all, all these other <laughs> other things, which I didn't quite understand. Well, here, hold on. Let me break it down for you. If we speak out about what China is doing, China could then make him less rich, and oh, he that, would that, be very sad about that's it. That's what he meant. So, so spiritually, mentally, spiritually, spiritually uh, he would be so, sad yeah, about it. Hurting his bottom line, which is what this is about. Let's, let's cut to the chase. This is what this is about. It's like that with the NBA. You had some individuals that were just more silent uh, than they've ever been. This is what makes it sort of hypocritical when it comes to LeBron James because he is now as socially active as he's ever been and he's sort of this poster child for everything right with the NBA because he's using his platform to speak on all of these social issues. But the minute somebody else does that, then it's, well, uh, ramifications and, and all of this stuff. It's like, well, were you considering that with the things you said, whether someone agrees or disagrees, we know that some of your stances maybe have been controversial and may turn people away from the uh, NBA. So we're dealing with that in other sports when you talk about Kaepernick and NFL um, as well. So, yes, he's, he's correct in a sense that there's going to be consequences depending on what you say. That is 100% true. But for him, of all people, as socially active as he is, for him to be the one to say that, I just think that's uh, it doesn't make any sort of sense in that regard. It's, it's, it's extremely hypocritical. And I just think that it's odd that the NBA and members are some are silent and the others are like, well, I'm not educated enough. Um, and this is one of the more cut, cut and dry things. Yeah, who was that? Uh, um, Curry. Uh, Steve Curry. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as loud. You know, any time they could take a shot at any, mm -hmm. definitely Trump. They're as loud as they want to be. Oh, I'm, I'm just not as, I'm not as educated on He's all this. He's keeping matter. kids in cages. Right, right. And then when it comes to China, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, they're re-education camps. Yes. Okay, they're just trying to help educate them, Eric. Clearly, that's all that's going on there. Yeah. And, and, and we have. <laughs> Others, and long before this, Ennis Cantor, who is a basketball player, uh, is dealing with a lot with the you know Turkish government and, and so forth. And he's been very active 
and, and what he's been saying against sort of uh, we, their current regime. We have his we have his tweet too, if and, you want to. And nobody has said said anything about what he is saying here. And he's been saying this for 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 a while. He's been dealing with a lot of issues over there. And nobody's like, well, uh, shut up or or well, what about the ramifications? Nobody's saying it. It's just when they started taking shots at maybe uh, what's going on with the Chinese market, then it's like, wait a minute. Oh, you're threatening our bottom line. You can't be going around saying it. it almost feels like these guys have been handed some sort of script and they're like, don't say this because, look, uh, you, you may hurt your own bottom line. I read in the paper, Cantor actually has a panic button that the FBI put in his house. It's so bad. And you got LeBron saying, no, that stuff doesn't matter. That there's, you know, who cares about human rights? Yeah. That, that does highlight, that's a good point. That highlights yeah. just the, uh, you know, the, the hypocrisy here and what they're really about. It's not social issues mm -hmm. because you didn't have no problems at all with them speaking out against Turkey mm -hmm. because of how many people are watching the NBA in Turkey? Right. I'm sure there's a few. Right. I can't even think, was Turkaloo like one of the only, I can't even I don't think. Know, it's not many. a whole lot of Turkish the, NBA players, players at all. all yeah, but but sure. once you get two, three billion people in that size market, they're like, oh, well, let's not piss them off. Right. Well, well, one, of the, one of the NBA owners too is actually an Alibaba, like Alibaba's largest one of their largest shareholders after Jack Ma. So there's mm -hmm. there's Chinese money in the NBA and the ownership, too. Mm -hmm. uh, well, LeBron, of course, got just trashed online. Huge <laughs> backlash after he made those comments. And he followed up with a tweet. All right, let him explain himself, okay? He says, let me clear up the confusion. I do not believe there was any consideration for the consequences and ramifications of the tweet. I'm not discussing the substance. Others can talk about that. Uh, my team in this league just went through a difficult week. Oh, I think people need so to you're understand the you're the what a tweet or statement can do to others. And I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Could have waited a week to send it, all right? What, look, <laughs> oh my God. we're out here making millions of dollars playing ball, okay? And you guys, you guys are worried about people being oppressed and fighting for their freedom and Muslims, you know, being taken into concentration camps. Come on. Come on, why don't you stick up for me, LeBron James, the little guy? Where are you for me? He that's made a, it worse. That's, yeah. that's so great. Yes. He instantly said that we're the victim. That's a, and that's the same tactic that you'll see from, from leftists nowadays. Could have waited a week where, to send it. What, what, I'm I know. sorry, LeBron. That was, that was the equivalent. LeBron yeah, James. I'm so sorry to inconvenience you, LeBron. <laughs> he could have just said, you're all racist or something like that. Just shut it down right there. It's the same thing. It, yeah. it, is, it is interesting, too, because, Eric, I know you kind of touched on this, but 2018, I just watched a video of him uh, being interviewed, and this was when he he was just at his, you know, most uh, social justice activism. And he said, I, I just feel like I have to use my platform mm -hmm. to stand up for, you know, children, to stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. I have to use my, there are people who, you know, look to me to do that. And I have to use my platform to do that. Now, all of a sudden, he actually even has a tweet back in like, um, I believe it was last year where he was talking about if there's injustice one place. He was yes. quoting like MLK yes, and stuff. He's yes. like, there's injustice one place, then uh, it's injustice everywhere or something along those lines. We always have to speak up about it. Uh, unless it's Hong Kong. He forgot to throw that asterisk in there. <laughs> and like, well, Hong Kong and China, that's just a little bit different. We don't want to make those guys mad. But it's just, it's insanely hypocritical for him to get out there and, and say these sorts of things. And it almost feels as if he himself isn't as educated on the matter as he is claiming that Daryl mm -hmm. Morey 
is. Mm. He's and educated in selling jerseys It's almost a projection. And, yeah, that's that, what I, and that's what <laughs> I was thinking bad. on the other side. I was like, well, maybe he is educated in the sense that he knows that this is going to hurt the bottom line considering yeah. his, his shoe deal, mm-hmm. Nike. He wants that. He wants all that money coming in, and it's just weird. Oh, plat- using a platform is okay uh, here, but over there, no, you, you can't be doing that. Think of the ramifications. Right, uh, yeah, because, huh, interestingly enough, when you use the platform over here, you're not financially hit. Right, because you've got half of the country who agrees with you. All of a sudden, when you're talking about your finances, you know, uh, could possibly be hit. Oh, think of the ramifications, Rob. It's absolutely unbelievable. I mean, and you said Nike, right? Nike forced or China forced Nike to take jerseys out of their store and all that kind of stuff. So absolutely, I I agree completely. LeBron James looks at his balance sheet and says, you know, this is going to cost me X number of millions of dollars. And he makes his calculation that way. He's just as hypocritical as the rest of the people that he yeah. hates. Uh, yeah, and speaking of those negative consequences, there were Hong Kong protesters who were already burning his jerseys uh, all over the place. Yeah, they were going ham on Twitter, like I saw. I, and I was actually, I'm going to be honest, I was not, I was, I was sort of surprised that he, of all people, and I think he maybe uh, didn't really consider the ramifications of him saying what he said, because I think you get this sort of, oh, I'm on top of the world, I'm LeBron James, who is going to criticize me? Every position that I have is automatically the right position. But there were so many people that were like, no, you're, you got this part wrong. And, he, and even explaining himself, he still gets it wrong. What's crazy is, and I've said this on the show before, is that I, it's amazing to me this is coming out now and people are criticizing it, I guess because of what's going on in Hong Kong. But big businesses have always bowed to yes. China. They yes. always yep. have. This is a great example of what pretty much every large business that operates in China does. Mm-hmm. They, they'll sell out human rights just for the, for the sake of that market. But, I mean, just this week, how they've been able to come down on the NBA is nuts. It doesn't show that they're powerful. It shows how fragile their ideas are. Like, they can't allow a tweet Mm -hmm. without expecting their entire system to come down. How sad is that? Uh, Before we go, can we pull that? Can we put up crying LeBron signs (laughs) being, I just saw it. Yes. This is my favorite part of the Hong Kong protesters. Uh, They they were, this was in Hong Kong uh, today. They were holding up crying LeBron. They were wearing crying LeBron masks with the little eye holes. And then they had the money in front of their faces. That's awesome. Suck it, LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Can that be, we need to make a meme of this. Are you doing this? It's criminal if that doesn't happen. (laughs) Did you see the, uh, did you see the DreamWorks thing? Before we jump back into the conversation, we want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. So uh, last segment, we were talking about how, hey, now's the time to buy a home or refinance. If you are one of those who is like, oh, I need to buy a home right now, you got to use realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Glenn's company. He founded it because uh, moving around in radio all the time, they realized, huh, there are some commonalities between all of these terrible real estate agents, and there are also, also some commonalities between all of these awesome real estate agents. So they developed a system where they've already done all the vetting for you. You don't have to go through Google reviews 
or Yelp reviews. I don't know if real estate agents are on Yelp, but let's say they are. You don't have to go through all of these reviews, sift through them like, who should I trust with the biggest investment I'm ever going to make in my life? You don't have to do that. You can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They have already vetted these people for their skill, their expertise, make sure that they do this full time and they don't just dabble in it like Jason's plumber over here. (laughs) Um, These are the experts that are going to know where is best for you and your family. They're going to put you somewhere safe. They're going to get you the best deal that you could get. You got to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. All you have to do is fill out a form and they should have someone uh, in contact with you within 10 minutes unless you're filling out the form at like 2 a.m. And in that case, go to bed. Uh, All right. So Hunter Biden was uh, he did his big exclusive ABC News interview and really not. Were you surprised? I didn't feel like there were any bombshells. There was nothing shocking. There were a couple little nuances that we'll get into. But Jason, I know you've done a lot of research into the Bidens and what's been going on. Before we get into these clips, did you find anything to be terribly shocking that he said? No, especially the fact that it was so softball. Yeah, Uh, that was not shocking in the slightest. Um, It was exactly what we expected it to be. Um, it was exactly what I remember Adam Schiff was talking, I think on, I think it was Meet the Press over the weekend or is it Face the Nation, whatever, they're all the same. And um, he said on Sunday that, you know, oh yeah, maybe I kind of uh, didn't, didn't say it how I wanted to say it when I didn't let everyone know that I'd met with the whistleblower. You know, that's not what I meant. I just said, and there was literally, you would expect a, a crazy follow-up question, you know, mm-hmm. to go into that. And she goes, all right, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. <laughs> all they're doing is allowing these people a chance to defend themselves. Push their narrative. Yeah, to say, like, this is what all these conspiracy people are saying about these debunked theories and everything. Here's your shot in the limelight to show everybody that you're great in a Boy Scout. And we expected that. So we drafted a list of questions, that it, and we told the audience, mm-hmm. if they don't ask these questions, or if there's not a follow-up to some of these questions, then this is not legit. They're literally just doing this to give him that opportunity. And that's all. I don't think the entire thing's been released yet, but that's all I saw. Yeah. Uh, so here's a, one clip. I want to get all of your, your feedback on this. Hunter Biden on receiving money from China and whether or not that actually happened. Watch. The president has repeatedly said that you received $1.5 billion from China despite no experience and for no apparent reason. Obviously, fact checkers have said that that is not true. Look, this is literally has no basis in fact in any way. I have you received any money from no. that business dealing? No. At all? Not no. one cent? Not one cent. Of course. Definitely not $1.5 billion. It's crazy. They feel like they have the license to go out and say whatever they want. It feels to me like living in um, some kind of Alice in Wonderland where you're up on the real world and then you fall down the rabbit hole and you know the president's a cheshire cat asking you questions about crazy things that, that don't have bear any resemblance to the reality of of uh, anything that has to do with me and so <laughs> here's here's the answer no one ever paid me 1.5 billion dollars uh, and if they had um i would not be doing this interview right now <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So the way that was asked, all right, she said it. I just want to, first of all, that. The way she asked it was like, oh, my gosh. This, Let's just get this crazy thing out of the way. It's because it's already been debunked. But let go ahead, you know, and play with the kids. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that was so ridiculous. And, of course, he was not paid $1.5 billion. Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden, the way he could, he could pass a lie detector test with the way that question was asked and the way he answered. Mm-hmm. Of course he didn't. The Chinese bank, one of the most, I think the actual most powerful banking entity in, that, in, in China, allowed this company that wasn't two years old, 
with a guy that his, his, his pastime, his favorite hobby is doing cocaine. <laughs> he had no experience doing this whatsoever. They passed over Morgan, uh, uh, um, uh, all the big banks. Yeah, J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan, all the big banks. They passed over them all and said, hey, what about this guy? What's his name? Hunter? Hunter? Hunter Biden? Yeah, let's have him. Let's give him this huge deal. And of course, they didn't write him a check and say, here, Hunter, mm -hmm. spend it. Don't spend it all in one place, you know, whatever. <laughs> they gave them money to invest in other companies. Mm -hmm. So, that, of course, that was not their money. It was money for them to invest. But she didn't even address that. She didn't even follow it up. Yeah, yeah it's not, it's like, like you said, it's not exactly the money. He, he doesn't, I thought the part that was interesting is she said, do you, did you get any money from China? And he goes, not one cent. He was on the board of a Chinese company that he just said that he would step down from. Mm -hmm. But not he, one cent? Well, and, uh, you know, he said that he would step down from it. He didn't also indicate that he is a stakeholder in it and will still be receiving money. Right. From and it. That, that company owns, I think it's 10% of the facial recognition or, or some other software company that is being used to oppress the Muslim mm -hmm. minority in Western China. I mean, he actually is profiting from the Chinese government oppressing people. It's almost like the left doesn't actually care about human rights abuses. <laughs> so imagine right? that. I mean, imagine that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the the most interesting thing of this all is when they, and this is sort of a repeat thing, right? Where you get these people that get these softball yeah. questions and the interviewers always helping them, helping them out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that, and I, I, like what's the point other than to, okay, I want to give you a platform to debunk all this and I'm going to help you out, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure we get get all of this stumped out. But to ask somebody a question as such and then help them out, well, the fact checkers, they've already got this covered. We know it's not true. Of course you didn't get it. Uh, and then she's like clarifying like uh, absolutely not $1.5 yeah. billion, right? Dollars, right? Like, right. like what? Like, you can't just ask him and let, let him answer it for himself. You got to help him out. What I hate about this is, uh, so I, we're used to the media doing this mm -hmm. for people on the left. So I, this is no surprise. Uh, um, so I, whatever. I mean, the same, same old show. What I hate about this is distracting from the fact that, look, we're not trying to say that they did anything illegal. Now, I don't know what Trump is saying, what Giuliani is saying. They might be trying to prove something. Mm -hmm. that We're not even saying that. And I personally don't think this is illegal. Yeah. It's not illegal. It's ridiculously dirty yes. is what this is. There's There are laws that need Need to be changed. There are there's oversight that needs to be changed on uh, family member and friends of politicians how they get their money who, if they're dealing with uh, organizations where that said official is doing business and are making policy moves in those places. It's incredibly dirty. In my opinion, it completely disqualifies Joe Biden from being president. I don't want him going out and continuing to do this stuff when his family is getting these multi-billion-dollar deals, and they're happening ten days after he meets in a closed-door session with Xi Jinping. That's the appearance of corruption, which automatically disqualifies you. Well, I also love, uh, you know, kind of to both of your points, um, that the media is helping them just kind of erase history by reporting it as, well, Hunter Biden said that he will not do any business with any foreign-related, you know, uh, companies if his dad gets elected. It's like, well, no, he already was elected. Right, and he was and doing he it. he did do that. So did we forget about that this whole time? I mean, are we going to not, we're just going to yeah. skim over that and just say, well, look at Hunter Biden made that promise, but look at the Trump kids. Yeah. They're all profiting off of Trump. Th that's the part that is absolutely hilarious. Trump and his kids made their money before they went into government. The Bidens made their money because Joe Biden was in government. Yeah. And when the left comes with that argument, it, it, I, I don't know how to respond to it other than to just laugh. Well, also, I mean, Donald Trump, they could use his name, they used the Trump name 
a long time ago, right? They've been using his name. He built his name, not just the money, but the name recognition way before he became president. So it's not the presidency that did that. Why do you think big government people are rushing to protect this and say that's debunked? Because this is every reason, this is one of the largest reasons why we criticize big government. That's why we criticize people in like communist China, mm -hmm. why Mao was the richest man in the country. Uh, and supposedly, a, you know, a, in a communist government where everyone was shared. It's why Maduro is like one of the richest. He's a billionaire, for crying out loud. And all his kids are billionaires. These are the exact same things that happen in communist and socialist regimes. This is what we're screaming about, saying this is why big government sucks. Because everybody else is miserable except for the people at the top. And this will continue to go until there's some kind of change. All right. All great points. Back in a minute. I thought you were going to do the good <laughs> Don't forget, for those of you who have not yet done this, we are, we're running a contest right now, okay? We've gotten a lot of entries. All you have to do to win free merch, you could win, you can pick. You can pick from The Blaze, the new Blaze shop. It's shop.theblaze.com. You can pick a t-shirt, uh, a mug, or a hat from the new Blaze shop. All you have to do is go to wherever you listen to your podcasts, find this program, The News and Why It Matters, subscribe and rate us. I mean, I'm just saying don't rate us like one star and then expect to get free merch, but uh, rate us. Give us a good review if you wouldn't mind. I mean, I'm just saying if you could just say Sarah's awesome, that would be great too. We are picking the winners on Friday, so make sure you get your reviews in. Overtime starts next. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Hashtag delete Facebook was uh, trending yesterday. I think it's still trending today after it was announced. Are you guys ready for this? Clutch your pearls, please. Uh, that Facebook head Mark Zuckerberg had held informal meetings and off-the-record dinners with conservative journalists, commenters, and at least one, one Republican congressman, including Tucker Carlson and Lindsey Graham, which I guess was the congressman. Uh, so these dinners began in July, and of course Zuckerberg is trying to circumvent the notion that Facebook is biased against conservatives. Oh my God. But, but I know, but um, this is not okay. This is not okay with the left. The left is very upset that he would dare meet with any conservative leader, any conservative influencer, and they are, they want it to trend, delete Facebook. They are on a mission because they delete Facebook because they think they're going to lose their competitive edge. They 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 think that they're going to lose the fact that they can that conservatives are getting silence. This is damage control from from Zuckerberg. Absolutely, absolute damage control. Rob, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's hilarious to me that just by having dinner, mm -hmm. by actually talking to somebody on the other side, that that you can be so upset with it. It goes back to the Ellen thing where Ellen had, you know, sat with George Bush in a, th in a, in a football stadium and the left went absolutely crazy on Ellen. That's what they do. They don't want anybody talking to us mm -hmm. because we are evil people that want to take away all of their rights and make sure that nobody once again can have freedom. Yeah, tr yeah. trust me, Zuckerberg's not flipping conservative. But I hope people would realize that that's sort of their approach. We just saw that, uh, like you just mentioned, with um, Ellen. They don't want 
it ain't just with conservatives. This is with anybody that's not a leftist. It's more so what it is. I mean, tolerance they as long you. as you believe yes, what I believe. Most definitely, there's diversity only not in thought, <laughs> um, and certainly not in political and social approach. But that's how they feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't want you talking to the other side at all. I mean, my, I get folks like within the industry, like within music, that say all the time, like so and so's. I told per, per, so and so I was cool with you. They got an issue with that. They don't even want you talking to somebody that maybe disagrees with you politically. And I think they just feel like they have a right to yell in echo chambers. Uh, certainly when it comes to social media, um, they feel like obviously this is the most popular thing. Facebooks of the world, the Twitters of the world. It should just be us. How dare somebody else that may disagree with us use that platform to spread their personal politics or social uh, views or anything like that. They just do not want you talking to the other side. They don't want to see the other side, which is why they're always itching to try to de-platform people. This is sort of an example of that. They don't want you speaking with them. They don't want platforms existing that are prominent in which there's individuals that are, whether it be conservative, libertarian, let's just say not leftists, actually getting out there and having a platform to speak what it is that they believe in. To your, to your point, really quickly, to your point, uh, I just got a notification this morning. I had, I had made a video on Instagram that was me giving commentary on the Equality Town Hall event. And I was talking about the nine-year-old trans child uh, that they paraded around and exploited. And, you know, it's basically what I said. And I said that a nine-year-old does not have the capability to determine, um, you know, gender. That's no. just not, their brains are not developed enough. They don't have that capability. If you're pushing this kid to do this, that's child abuse. Oh, got a notification this morning that it was removed. Instagram took down my video. They censored my video because it violated their hate speech guidelines. Oh my God. Their hate speech. And I actually I said, I, I sympathize with this little kid. It's not her fault what they're doing to her, right? Like, I made it very clear I was not coming down on the child. I was coming down on the adults around her who exploited her and Absolutely. pushed her into this. No, that was hate speech. That was hate speech. What scares me about this even now is that, I, and I saw Elizabeth Warren tweet this today because she's all about breaking up, uh, you know, big tech. And uh, I saw someone, comp she was saying how this, yeah, let's break up big tech, they shouldn't have this much power, yada, yada, yada. And other people are agreeing, saying this is un actually a uniting thing against the right and the left. And I think it's incredibly dangerous. That's just my opinion. I am not in favor of the government stepping in and telling any company what to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is government intervention Period. In the start, at the very beginning of this, strip their uh, their uh, Section 230 protections away. Strip that away. Then allow them, allow big tech. Then, okay, big guys, you, you want to come up with the technology to police yourselves mm -hmm. when you have tons of lawsuits that are you know saying that you're either silencing certain voices or putting untrue stuff up there. They, that's all on you. I guarantee you, a ton will go under, and a ton will, and several more will spring up in their place to replace them because they'll figure it out and do it right. But if Facebook is not man enough to do that on their own, then let them go under. And the code that you're referencing is, of course, the publisher versus platform debate. Yes. So you're saying that you think that they should be held to the same standards as a publisher, not as a platform. Absolutely. Let them be sued. Yep. Let them be sued. Once that happened, once government stepped in and did that in the first place, they created this monster. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens every time uh, the government steps in and does something like that when they get involved. They make it worse. Yeah. And what's their, what's their solution afterwards? And this is a very coordinated response. Hey, let us come in a little bit more, and then we'll fix it. Oh, yeah. And it just keeps on building from there. Jason, I saw this tweet uh, 
because you responded to it on Twitter. But uh, just want to get all of your thoughts on this particular tweet from, say his name for me, please. Jink. Jink Uger. Jink Uger. Thank you. So if, it's, if it was pronounced wrong, it's his fault. It's my fault. <laughs> um, he responded to this delete Facebook uh, topic. He said, the problem isn't that Mark Zuckerberg has dinners with conservatives. It's that he doesn't have them with progressives. Oh. It wouldn't even occur to him to hear us out, even though we have far larger audiences. Conservatives are great at getting what they want by constantly crying. This is odd. This is odd. This is odd. Because this seems to be kind of a cry. Okay, first of all, this is kind of a whine right here. Conservatives only give it they want by constantly crying, except that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. Um, but second of all, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have to have dinners with progressives because he very clearly is the one who's pushing all of their stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's already understood if he, that he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to win them over. Why do you he's think one of he's them. Having the lunch with them now is because yeah. he's trying to every time the, every, the, the idea yes. that they already that's who they exclusively talk to right now. Every time he has a dinner solo with himself, he's having a dinner with a progressive <laughs> and crying out loud. And I tell you what, this notion of the fact that um, that their audience is larger than ours that is total yeah. and complete bullcrap. And that's how so. And I think that's this is what I tweeted. This is what so. Socialists, communists, progressives have done for eons since the 1800s. They've they've done that. They try and make it look like their you know rowdy, loud minority is the voice for the majority. That's what they always do. But they're not. There's no. There's not more socialists, progressives, than there are. Uh, I won't say conservatives, but at least middle of the road people in the mm-hmm. country. Not by a long shot. Yeah. Rob, every time Mark Zuckerberg sits down to have dinner anywhere in Silicon Valley, he is surrounded yeah, by progressives. progressives. He. It's amazing to me that he's like, no, no, he doesn't have dinner with progressives. He has it every day. That's what makes having a dinner with a conservative yep. so much different. That's why it's news, is it not? That's yeah, that's why it's news. Well, right, and you didn't hear a bunch of conservatives uh, all these years saying that we should delete Facebook, that we shouldn't use Facebook, uh, you know, starting all of these trends because Mark Zuckerberg dared uh, have dinner with someone in Silicon Valley. Yeah, no. it, it is interesting. It is interesting that, you know, the left is always the one constantly calling for these bans. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I guess the NFL is the last time I heard it from the right. Yeah. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't remember another one. Yeah, They're in a, he's in NFL. another dimension. Like, when he's saying, like, talking as if, well, they don't ever talk to us. Like, they're the ones that are having their voices suppressed. Like, Poor babies. Yeah, like, get out of here. I don't know what realm this guy is in. But, yeah, like, he, he it, and maybe what he means, and he'd be maybe correct, when it comes to visible social media, it seems like progressives dominate that. But at the end of the day, that's not necessarily an argument mm-hmm. for anything or against anything. Rather, when you're saying, well, we have the bigger voice, even if you did, so what? Exactly. Like, what, right. so, so what? What does that mean? But he's saying, like, well, we're, we're the more prominent, so he should be talking to us anyway. Like, what? Like, what makes you think that you sort of inherit that right to have lunch with somebody, which you already have with every day, if you want to just talk on from a, uh, like, ideological mm-hmm. standpoint? But, you know, like I say, he's in a, another dimension. But believe it or not, a lot of progressives believe that. If you were to say, well, it's the conservatives, it's the libertarians that are being sort of suppressed, they'll say that, no, it's us. And I'm like, what, what dimension are, are you actually living in? Well, and, you know, you mentioned they might have uh, more of a presence on social media. That's probably because they don't have jobs and they're in their lives. <laughs> Just saying. 
Just saying. Possibly. Uh, let's go to debate preview. So the next Democratic debate is taking place tonight. Who's pumped? <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not pumped, Rob? No. 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 I, I tell you what, and I, I think I, I said this, just said this off air. I'd be more into watching these things if there was an actual debate. Like right now, the only debate is on how socialist they want to get, really. Mm-hmm. Like they all have the same ideas. They all have like... You know, health. You know, free. You know, healthcare for all. Free this, free that. They're all lockstep in the same thing. Let's take all the guns away. Everything. They're just like kind of squabbling over like the little nuts and bolts of that one machine. But there's no middle of the road candidates that I could actually say economically. Certainly not. Maybe from from a foreign policy standpoint, Tulsi. You know what I mean. But that's it. There's no. They don't have like the equivalent of the Ron Pauls of the world. Like like the. Republican, it was 2012 and 20, uh, well, 16, even ran like yeah. somebody that's literally saying something different. So there's a debate to be had amongst these guys. There ain't a whole lot of debate. It's just a bunch of people agreeing, but the they're trying to out socialist each other. Right. Yeah. The, the debates are pointless, and especially like even even the uh, the Republican debates. I, I have a hard time watching those. Like the presidential debates, we got no debate on policy. It was uh, them. It was everyone attacking Trump. Trump, Trump yeah. destroying everybody else with one liners. <laughs> Marco, light them all on fire. There was no. We had and at the end of the day. We were like, okay, what's the policy they want? We didn't know. Like, these are absolutely pointless. The thing that gets me is that the whole, you mentioned socialism. They're racing to socialism. We, We know that that's what they're doing, but it's funny that, like, people on the left don't want you to think that that's what they're doing, even though they call themselves openly socialist. And, and uh, I play democratic so sorry. Okay, it's very different. A little different. It's very sorry. different. <laughs> I, I was on the radio up in Boston with the with the Friends radio show, and the guy was talking about, oh, no, no, we're, we're, we're not socialists. We're just like um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I mean, you mean the socialists? Yeah, socialists. Oh, you mean the socialists? Don't get me started on that. The reason we have all of these right. welfare programs? Unreal. Oh, that one? <laughs> Um, so they're, what they're going to be 12 of them, I think 12 of the candidates, it's all going to be one night. They're not splitting it up into two nights. Um, Eric, do you think that, is this the DNC purposefully trying to keep the people at the bottom at the bottom? Because I can't, you think, I mean, I can't see them getting more than one question, yeah, right? They might have no, a minute that, or two of talk time. There's no way. We already know that the Bidens of the world are going to dominate this entire uh, deal. Tulsi might mm-hmm. speak for 30 seconds the entire time. That's the, it's to, to separate them, the top tier, from the lower tier, because we know that there's no way that they can all speak uh, equally. And to be honest, they have no desire to even push for that. I don't think they're even pretending like that's going to be the case. It's more so, yeah, we, we know who the honchos are, but we'll include you in just to say that we did it, because maybe there are people that are silly enough to be- believe that they care about those people at the bottom as much as they care about the top tier candidates right now and that's just not the case we know that yeah i mean they've already proved that from 2016 right jason they've we've got the you know the emails we've got the evidence that they they basically made a deal to give it to hillary screw bernie absolutely insane it makes you wonder too if bernie doesn't get i don't know if if, i'm just curious how the how the bernie crowd is going to react if he doesn't take the nomination well he's not curious how bernie is going to react i I think he's going to try to pardon the pun burn the whole thing down well literally i mean i really do that integrity he would he should have did that last election he should instead of tucking tail and just like i know we're going to throw every all our support behind hillary should have burned it to the burn the system down the super delegate issue right there almost split the democratic party i think in the last election it it split uh center for center for american progress Mm -hmm. like their premier 
senior progressive think tank. It split them over that issue. And now half of them that were working there are now working Bernie's campaign. Now imagine if something happens on this one. Oh, my gosh. Stand by. Rob? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy that that people, you know, going back to the Hunter Biden thing and Joe Biden, in a real debate, one of these Democrats would bring this up. Bernie would bring this up. Mm-hmm. One of these Democrats that needs to come up would bring it up. It would have been their opposition research mm-hmm. that came out during a vetting process because that's what these debates are. And I just want to go on record saying I miss kitty table debates. <laughs> I, I loved them in, in the Republican primary. And the kitty table debates is usually when you get some crazy stuff happening. <laughs> and we're not going to get it this you year. You at least got to hear from them, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yesterday's poll will, whoa, sorry. Who is the most radical 2020 Democrat? 51% said Robert Francis O'Rourke. Almost slipped and said his nickname. 25% said Bernie. said Elizabeth Warren. 4% said Pete Buttigieg. That's interesting. Pete Buttigieg is not, I mean, compared to all the other ones. I don't know who you, oh, it's the 4% who are trolling me every time. Never mind. I know exactly who you are. All right. I'm watching you. Uh, Today's poll, will you be tuning in to the fourth Democratic debate tonight? Uh, I'm only tuning in because I have to for work. Jason. I probably have to do it for work, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to send an email to your boss. <laughs> Are you watching? Nah, man, I'm, I'm waiting for the memes as always, and I'm just going to kick it. Rob? I'm in bed by eight every night. No. Really? Yeah, I get tired. I'm the only one at the table who's going to watch it. Have fun. There's something about, says a lot about me and how much torture I like in my life, I guess. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for being here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Legitimately, that Equality Town Hall, I totally forgot that it was going to be on. And I was at the... Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.